wow, I can't believe there was a gas leak in the Crew 3 studio the entire time we were recording last week. Yeah, it's a good thing you know, we got out of there just in time, but I guess that Patreon recording is just going to have to stay like that, huh? Yeah, I think I, like, died on the hill of Shivan Devastator? You definitely martyred on that hill for sure. Man, what a wild time. And we didn't even mention the best card in the whole set, Shieldred. What, is episode 140 now? I I think the gas leak's still going. We gotta go back in. You ready? Oh, yeah. Those Crew Three podcast. I'm Ruckman. With me, as always, are my co-hosts Chris and Ricky. Gentlemen, say hello. I died from the gas leak. Yeah, <laughs> this is that now bit was a lot better than I podcast. thought it was going to be. I applaud you guys. This is a truly, truly haunted podcast with all the copium of the Rakdos mid-range players in the world still trying to play four Lilianas. I really think that I, I, I've been. Uh, I'm pretty sure Shieldred is just the best card in the entire set now. Is she, though? Bro, what kills her, other than Revolted Fatal Push? I mean, we'll take a look at these challenges. She's not in there, but she's a I'm telling you, in the, she, she's she's coming. In the leagues. She's coming. No, That's I, I'm a believer. I definitely love me some Mono Black with Shieldred. It's a five butt. And There's I, also, like, I think you could do some nasty stuff with her in Emerging Ultimatum. And I would like to say, quote from friend of the show, Nate, that I've heard this weekend, right? Okay. Uh, from pre-releasing and stuff, right? Uh-huh. If she lives to your next upkeep, she's Siege Rhino. Hmm. Chris, does that do anything for you? I'm pre I'm buying three pre-release foils right now. Yeah. I mean, you you pass turn, your opponent loses two life, your turn you gain two life. She's already a Siege Rhino. Now she just gets more Rhino as you go on. Hold on, she's two thirds a Siege Rhino. Well, but if you pass again, now they've lost four life. literally just time passing will kill your opponent that's the true way of the siege rhino all right all right that's why siege rhino is a four or five so you don't want to attack you want your opponent to slowly succumb to the heat death of the universe just the entropy just gets them huh yeah nice it's faster than the cat oven i guess yeah true so uh, how's your guys weekends you guys get some pre-releases in I got a lot of pre-releases in. Well, two. Yeah? Two pre-releases. Two pre-releases? Well, let's uh, let's talk about some pre-releases, and then we'll just roll into this week. We're just going to look at challenges. We're going to look at leagues. We're going to look at all the decks featuring new cards from Dominator United. And be sure to tune in next week. We're going to go over some of our own brews featuring some Dominator United cards. Heck yeah. How does that sound for everyone? Yeah, that sounds amazing. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to ty- take the wheel to begin with talking about pre-release, because I have a bone to pick. In what killed magic this week? Oh yeah, what killed magic uh, it's, is it's, back, Brooklyn. It's, I have a. It's been a while. It has been a while. Nothing's but you killed can definitely magic. Also, <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of stuff that's killed magic, but nothing I really wanted to talk about. Um, you could argue that Dungeons and Dragons killed magic during that presentation, right? Right. I think that the Twitch chat killed my hope in humanity during that presentation. <laughs> that Twitch chat was equally the worst and best thing about that stream. Uh, but I will say my pre-release probably that pre-release killed all love and hope I had faith in magic. Period. Uh, not only did I open one of the most poo-poo garbage pre-release pools I think I've even seen in a long time. Uh, what really killed magic was the judge 
going on like a 10 minute deep dive into lore and mechanics before we were allowed to open our pre-release kits. And uh, my friends from work who went with me watched me slowly die and go mad on the inside as I kept going to open my pre-release pool and the man just kept on talking. Jeez. I've got a new segment. I'm springing it on you right now. Okay, new segment. It's called What Cringed Magic? Yeah. Uh, You guys aren't ready for this. I don't know if I've told you guys yet. Uh, One of my pre-releases I went to. Hold on, hold on. It's more cringe than what I just said? Yeah. Okay. You're not going to believe this. Chris is going to die, literally in his chair. We're going to have to stop the whole recording so Chris can calm down. (sighs) He already died from the copium leaks. We're playing (laughs) in the finals of our pre-release, right? Okay. The way it works. If you go 3-1, you get three packs. If you go 4-0, you get nine. And if you go uh, 3-0-1, you each get six, right? Okay. Uh, my opponent wins the drawing for the free booster box. Ah, lovely. And he's already 3-0, right? I'm like, wow, you've really won today, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, you wanted to split? Each just take six packs, we get out of here? And he's like, I've been known to crush dreams at my FNMs. Oh. Fair enough. Let's battle, right? Did he tip his fedora to you? He Hold on, it gets better. It gets better. Because <laughs> okay. yeah. he beats me game one. His yeah. deck is insane, I yeah. will say. Uh, and, uh, you know, he beats me game one. It was close, uh, but, you know, he gets there. So we go to game two. In the game two, I've battled through two mythics. Uh, we're now into the late game. I have finally resolved a captain's call. I've got about five tokens and a wrath in play. And next turn, I will be able to play my tenth land to double activate Raft to make my board all three threes and crash in and win the game. He draws the rare uh, board wipe that kicks for white and blue to phase out two of your own creatures. Yes. Right. So he casts that, kicked twice, targeting his own guys to phase out to wipe only my board, right? He only has, like, two big guys, right? Sick. Great top deck, right? And uh, I kind of point at the card. And I go, hey, can I read that card? Uh, you know, it's pre-release, and it's late, and I don't know what that card does exactly, and I just want to read it, right? Um, and as I put my hand out, which I put my hand out pointing, I'd like to say. So I've got three fingers curled, one finger out, you know, the thumb up in the typical Go Rangers, you know, gun fashion, pointing at the card that he has put on the table, and I ask if I can read that. And he immediately snap grabs my hand and begins shaking it and goes, good game. Whoa. I was just taken aback. He like literally clasps my hand with two hands, shakes it. And he's like, great game. Very hyped that he just beat me. I'm not dead this turn. Right. Um, Because his creatures can't attack this turn. I'm at a pretty decent life total. Uh, like, it's just sort of like, I have to pull back my hand and just be like, hey, I mean, you're probably going to win this one, but I just wanted to read the card. Wow. And then, like, he's just like, I was in so much cringe. I oh First off, gosh. first off, I haven't shook hands in eternity at Magic. Right, right. We knuckles yeah, now, yeah. right? We it's knuckles post-COVID at, yeah. world. Right. I knuckles, Right. Right. And then we sanitize afterwards, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. So I haven't shaken hands to concede in a long time. 
I'm definitely not going to do it at a local pre-release. Right, 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 yeah. I mean, this guy just won the Masters. You know, they're giving him the right. green jacket already. He's got the green jacket he, going, He huh? drew that top deck, and he saw, like, himself beating Chapin in the Pro Tour in year 19, 2001, you know? And uh, I'm just imagining the meme with, like, the dude popping champagne and biting the medal in third place. Right, right. I'm just yeah, like, uh, yeah. you know, he does win. You know, four turns later, he does win. Uh, um, very, very well played. Congratulations. You know, no salt about losing the game of magic, but that just moment and he couldn't stop apologizing afterwards. And I was like, bro, I'm just laughing. I'm just like, bro, you got it. You got me. I'm dead. Like, like, oh my God. It was, I, I even said it. Like, I was like, can I just see that card? And he just grabs my hand. It was the weirdest weirdest experience I've ever had in Magic the Gathering, and I've been through some weird ones. How many times did that man use the bathroom? Bro, not enough times, I don't think. I think he needed to use the bathroom a few more times. But uh, he, uh, you know, he got me good, and uh, I'm proud of him. And uh, if you can't say he's not a good sport, right? He wanted to <laughs> shake my hand immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah even before he won, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was my first pre-release uh, that was how my first pre-release ended, and I thought it, there couldn't have been a better ending. Literally, it was worth the six packs to have this story now. Right. <laughs> okay, this brings up a question I always have, and I find it very annoying, but how do you guys feel at the game one GGs? Like um, saying good I game? think mostly it's done as an accident, and people cover up for it by being like, oh, you know, like just not realizing what's going on, you know? Yeah, like I think it's usually a mistake, and that's when it happens. And I think it's very, very rarely uh, done intentionally. The game one GG makes no sense to me. You know, I, I mean, is is it a good game? Then, it's a bad game. Then I say a good game. Like I don't know. Like there's especially in Dominaria format. Hint, hint. It's a fun format. I, I've had a lot of games that went long. They were interactive. They were tight. Yeah. And, like, we get to, like, ten cards left in our deck, and game one is finally over. And, you know, you, every both players exhale, and I go, like, good game, let's go to game two, right? Yeah. Whether I won or lost that game, there were a lot of games that I considered very good games of Magic the Gathering cards. Uh, I say GG as soon as one format. of my opponents asked to read one of my cards. You know, that's when mm-hmm. I feel like it's, that's it's when pretty I, much just, over. Reach across the table and take their hand. That's right. Uh, you use Ask their to hand princess. to, to, sign, to sign the match slip, you know? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I think, hey, good game. Let's go to the next game and a quick statement is fine. Um, like, I, I think you kind of got to combine it because like, a lot of times I've seen people go like, oh, good game. And then it's like, wait, what game do you think it is? Like, it creates more confusion. So if you're just like, oh, good game, and then follow it up with let's go to game two, I think that's fine, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm normally also, it is, so it's the person who loses, like, it's their job to like indicate that they have lost uh-huh like they have to acknowledge the loss right yeah you don't just like attack in and go and attack and that's game right sure you don't i, I mean i don't say that right i just like if my opponent's at one and i'm like and i'll attack with all three guys and like they clearly tapped out and they got nothing right but i'm not gonna tell them that they've lost right and i mean they like I, i'll be like I'll, I'll be like you're tapped out yeah all right, I'm attacking for like 10. I have you at one, correct? I mean, like, yeah, I'll say exactly. I'll be like, hey, you know, 
I'm just like tapped out over there, no cards in hand, you know, whatever. I'm like, all right, attack like this. And then they'll go, yeah, let's go to the next one, right? And when it happens to me, right, uh, when people are like, you're just dead, right? Like, I'm just like, that's a little rude, right? Yeah. I just don't think I've ever had an opponent lose game one and tell me good game. I think that's why it bothers me so much. <laughs> I, I'll say it when I lose if it was a good game. Uh, not yeah. that I say that anytime I don't say it, I think it's a bad game. But there's just some exceptional games of Magic the Gathering cards that I enjoy even though I've lost. Yeah. Also, opponents, while we're sideboarding, don't talk about my play during that game. Well, go for it. I don't care. Yeah. Talk about the misplays. Tilt them. Yeah. You know? You know? Wow. I can't believe you sacked your whole board to a card that, you know... I can't believe you cast even Devastator. What an idiot, you know? We we could do that. We do that after the fact. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to wait till the game's over to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that, like, when it happened, when you cast it. My favorite thing in limited tournaments, though, especially yeah. in pre-releases, right, is after game one, I'll start sideboarding because I got cards I want to switch out depending on the matchup, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And then, like, my opponent has already, like, shuffled and they kind of, like, pushed their deck forward and then they notice that I'm looking through my sealed pool. Uh-huh. So then they like pull their deck back and start looking through their sealed pool. It's my favorite. It is absolutely yeah. my favorite. The like, I should look at my sideboard too, because he is. And then just like and then pretend to like look at cards and then like shuffle the deck and give it back anyways with no changes, right? Mm-hmm. Top tier. I love it. So I didn't want to admit this, but before we go into looking at some of these cha- Pioneer decks that posted over the weekend, the loss of my pre-release before I decided, like, oh, yeah, no, we're definitely just going to drop. Uh-huh. Was the Shivan Devastator. Ooh. Yeah, you lost to a Shivan Devastator? It was, it was karma. Mm-hmm. Was it devastating? It was very devastating, but it was also limited, so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you know. Right. Many many a player around me had multiple mythics, including my opponent, who also had like some Phoenix chicks. And um, I'm not going to say, I look, I'm not going to claim that this opponent, but I will say there were a lot of booster boxes being opened before product was handed out. I'm just saying, right, right, right. That extra that extra ten minutes they got while your judge was uh, reminiscing the lore of old Dominaria, you know, and and really asking how Braids is still alive, you know. Well, the Cabal brought her back. Right. What is the exact completion process, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I get it. I get it, right? But, like, also, I don't get it. Yeah. All I'm saying is my opponents have multiple mythics, and uh, I don't think I had a playable rare. I 3 one did my rare was, like, the, the dork that uh, he's, like, a 3 bet a 2-1, and he comes into play, and you get to either draw a card or make a bird. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that guy was my rare, and I was, like, sick uncommon. <laughs> yeah, that guy's pretty good, though. All right, we, uh, Chris, you got pretty stories? Were we ready to dive into Pioneer decks? No, I uh, was big tired. I had to work all day, every day for the last, like, week in a row. And so uh, I just stayed home and played some World of Warcraft. So if you want to play World of Warcraft with me, you uh, you hit me up. But otherwise, Someone, I please. skipped for releases this week. This is, a desperate leave. this is a desperate plea for somebody to play with, so... Look, this is a desperate plea. You just mentioned Blizzard Software. Um, uh, we do not believe in what Bobby, Bobby Kotick stands for, nor do we agree with the decisions made by uh, the Blizzard Entertainment, the ActaBlizz uh, managing staff. Sure. I mean, they sold out to uh, Windows, so, you know, 
they have like a year left for that deal happens. So until then, wh- what do I do? Uh, tell them you're playing WoW, but also Blizzard still sucks. Okay, sounds good. I can make that my uh, Facebook status or something. I've been playing yeah, yeah, Arena. Yeah, yeah. And despite my yeah. draft picks, actual factual, just vanishing from existence. That was the... Okay. Tell the people about that. Ricky it gave Rico. it back it, to That same did, thing happened to me. It did not give it back to me. I had to pick a different card. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. It just vanished. I was there. It no, happened, thing happened. Is, that happened to me. It gave me a different card. And the exact same thing happened. And then when I went to deck build, that card wasn't in my deck. Like, I don't know if they hot fixed it or what, but like, then I went to build my deck and it was like, oh, you don't actually have this card, which I've never seen before when drafting. You can't put cards in your deck that you didn't draft, but it said, oh, you don't actually have this card. And then I went to look and the card that I actually drafted was in my sideboard. And I was like, oh, wow. Worth entered the matrix and took the Bayou out of Ricky's pack. Oh my God. Yeah. It happened twice on the same card. I tried to take the Bayou twice and it just like, huh, psych. I like moved it over to my. I, maybe it's because I don't just like double click the cards to pick them, but I I drag them into my little like picks zone, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't like that a lot. And sometimes you'll drag your Bayou over, and it will just uh, vanish from all existence. But anyways, let's move on to see some sweet pioneer cards, right? All right, let's see some sweet sweet pioneer cards. Uh, also. Uh, I am also, I can't, I, Chris is the only one playing World of Warcraft. I'm also playing World of Warcraft, uh, in uh, all fairness. Uh, although I'm playing retail, Chris is playing classic. So any Dragonflight people, hit me up. There you go. There we go. Uh, anyway, let's talk about some sweet, sweet Pioneer Necklace, shall we? Uh, and definitely, it's the, the winner this week <laughs> was Liliana. Surprise, surprise. Everyone's going to be jamming as many of her as possible, it felt like. Uh, so on uh, Saturday's challenge... Our top eight looks like eighth place is Empowerments by Andy Awkward, featuring some cards we'll come back to for Chris. Seventh place, McWin Sauce on Green Devotion, featuring Teferi. Uh, sixth place, we have X-File on Mono White Humans. In fifth place, we have Buka on Azorius Control, featuring a couple new cards here in Temporary Lockdown. Um, in fourth place, we have Archer, uh, Archer Guess on Bant Spirits featuring Adakar Wastes as our new card here. Uh, pretty cool build there. Third place, we have Deegan One on Rakdos Midrange featuring three copies of Liliana of the Veil. In second place, we have Oh Daniel Akos on Is It Phoenix featuring, let me double check here, no new cards. And then in first place, we have Kays on Rakdos Midrange featuring three copies of Liliana of the Veil. Uh, gentlemen, where do we want to start here? We've got Is It Phoenix with some new cards. We've got Azorius Control with Temporary Lockdown. And then we've got the Liliana of the Veil and Rakdos Midrange. Where do we want to start, guys? I think Liliana of the Veil. Yeah. Yeah? Let's start there, right? Everybody wants to talk let's about start it. Lily. But also let's Everyone talk about... Two Kalidas. Two Kalidas. In both of these lists, I think they're on two Kalidas main. Yeah. Um, like, I think that's, that's an that's interesting That's been the change. thing for a while. That's been the thing for a few weeks running now. Uh, definitely to kind of beat down against the aggressive decks. You also, it's extra attack against um, Old Growth Troll and Cavalier of Thorns. There's also double Croxa in both of these lists. 
I think the double Croxa and like, I think so personally, I think the extra Kalidus is a concession to I'm playing Liliana and a lot of people are going to try to play graveyard decks that are going to try to capitalize on the fact that I'm playing Liliana. Sure. And I think that the double Croxa is also like, I think other people are going to be playing Liliana and I want to dump Croxa to their Lilianas. Well, the big thing also is like, you, when you're playing Lily, you still need some way to get value out of her plus one. Um, one of the best things with it is like you're generally just going to get value out of players not having fuel for their fuel to pay graveyard trespasses ward ability, which like in the Rackers Mirror is going to be probably the best part that Liliana does because graveyard trespass is kind of already like one of the key cards in that matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lily definitely emptying hands out means that in the mirror, you and your opponent will be able to answer your opponent's graveyard trespasser. So the mirror is definitely going to come down to even more who lands a trespass un, unharassed. And then, yeah, I think this definitely brings Croxa back. Uh, I wasn't a fan of Croxa pre Liliana. I was, I was on zero Croxa my 75. I think Croxa here is a really good switch back to for the deck uh, with more Liliana's running around. Berkman, can you remind me of the four modes of Liliana of the Veil? Uh, the four modes of Liliana of the Veil, uh, plus one, each player discards a card. Uh-huh. Minus two, target player sacrifices a creature. Uh-huh. Uh, minus six, you ask if Thali wants to open the Hell Vault. Um, and then she just has a, you just play her and she just sits there. Okay. Uh, how much do you recommend that fourth ability? Depending on the matchup, a lot of the time. Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> like, please <laughs> do not just plus it. Like, if you don't have a reason to plus it, don't. Yeah. Like... If you've got cards in hand, you don't want to discard. If your opponent's just, like, very clearly on, like, Grease Fang or Phoenix, and you don't have Yard Hate in place, don't plus it. Just let her sit there. It'll be okay. Yeah. Um, Ricky, you, what? My Planeswalker can't just sit on the battlefield. It's got abilities that I can activate once per turn. I have to activate them once per turn. It's in my contract as a Magic the Gathering player. Well, that's why you activate her at zero. Take a deep breath and calm down a little bit, okay? Hmm. Wow. If we if we would just all do that, you know? Now, of course, the turn you cast her, you better do something with her. Because, I mean, I'm not saying just cast your Liliana to the board and do nothing, right? Uh, but I am saying, you know, don't always be plussing. Uh, but, Ricky, what if... What if she's never going to be the Barbie... What if she's never going to be that girl living in a Barbie world? Oh, man. She ain't going to sit still and look pretty. Man, that's a deep cut. Uh, you know, I get off by my nine to five, right? Think of picket fences and trophy wives, right? But, I mean, I just, the ultimate is not like, it's good. I'm not saying it's not good. But that doesn't mean you need to plus every turn and accidentally drop your opponent's Parhelion into the graveyard, thus losing you the entire game. You know? Yeah. Uh, also, did anybody see that clip of the uh, resolving Liliana uh, ultimate while the opponent had Tamio in play? No. Yeah, so Tamio says that uh, your opponent's cards can't make you sacrifice permanents or discard cards. <gasps> no. And his opponent, their opponent minus sixed at them. And so, uh, being a true sport, they put all of their permanents in one pile. <laughs> Imagine the face of the other person on the other side of the computer lighting up as your opponent has misclicked and put all their permanents in one pile. What a fool. 
you sacrifice this pile, and then nothing leaves the battlefield. Whew. That's why right. were you there were you there for the stream when we had when I was playing um four color like mid range and I had a Tohamio in play and our opponent thought seized us and everyone was confused as to why we didn't lose the card they picked because I can't discard Does everyone even does everyone remember what Tamio's static is? Yeah. You can look at my hand and lose two life all you want, but you can't make me discard it. Nice oh, peek. Yeah. As the person playing Tamio, I forgot she does that. I mean, I don't know. Like, three Lily to me still feels like a lot, at least in the main. I think three is kind of where I want to end up in Rakdos midrange, but I feel like I want to spread that out between the main board and the side. Man, I will say, though, it makes this deck just like... Look at all the three drops. You got four Bone Crusher, four Graveyard Trespasser... Three Liliana, four Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Where does it end? Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, a wall of three drops. Yeah, uh, don't keep two landers on the play, especially on your six uh, in this deck. So we we've had uh, Bear Force One. Is this Hill Giant Force One? This is yeah, definitely Hill Force One over here. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk about Azorius Control. I think Temporary Lockdown is such a big pickup for this deck. It does, obviously, um, it makes the sack players cry. Right, it eats their ovens, right? It eats oven, eats like everything, right? Which is why uh, I almost want to spit in the face of Karn and play Oni Cult again with sack, because then you can at least, like, save some of your stuff. Uh, it doesn't matter, because even if the oven goes away, like... What are you gonna do? Play? Uh, what's the black? Is it f- uh, feed the feed the swarm? Like, are you gonna play feed the swarm to beat temporary lockdown? Right. I mean, like, here's the thing. Also, um, so it'll eat your omens of the sea because it's the Orion build, right? Yeah, and then you can blink your temporary lockdown. But yeah, then you can blink your temporary lockdown to get your omens back. It, it also can like, if your opponent decides to answer it, then you get cards back. Also, yeah. And of course, the way farewell works. Is yes. uh, I think it's worded the same way as Portable Hole, right? Portable Hole says, uh, until Portable Hole leaves the battlefield, Temporary Lockdown says, uh, until Temporary Lockdown leaves the battlefield. So they will work the same way. If you have a Temporary Lockdown in play and you cast uh, Farewell, you can choose uh, the enchantment. Oh, actually. It, does, it doesn't work because enchantments comes after, after creatures. creatures. Okay. Ah, uh, portable hole gets there because it's an artifact. Weird. Yeah. So you do have to be careful with that. That doesn't that doesn't work, unfortunately. But I like where your I like where your head's at. Your head's your head's in the right. The modes are only really sorted that way due to alphabetical order. Yeah. Get got. All right. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also like. I think temporary lockdown is a big deal for the mono green matchups. You get their Orcs, You get Sylvan Carrington. You get Wolf Willow. You get Oath of Nissa. Getting Wolf Willow is insane. Getting Wolf Willow is big, yeah, for and sure. And getting Sylvan Carotid, which is like a card you can't kill anyways. Yeah, so uh, also big game against Mono Green. Obviously all the red decks, like, Temporary Lockdown is very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, Chris, why don't you talk to us about this spicy four of in, uh, in Is It Pyromancer here that isn't from Dominar United, but of course there is a Dominar United card in this deck list. 
Yeah, are you thinking of uh, old Divide by Zero? Yeah, you've been talking a lot about Divide by Zero lately. Yeah, so I was like, trying to think of a cute joke about this card not existing because you can't divide by zero, you know? But I didn't I didn't have it. I didn't have it in me. So, yeah, I divide by zero. And, you know, the, the card, it comes down to it got banned in standard, right? Like, this card not only um, bounces something to, to delay, right, a spell or a permanent to delay it by a turn, um, but also it goes and gets you a, a lesson, or the big thing is you can rummage. And a lot of people forget that. Like, I, every time I played that card, like, most of the time I was rummaging because I was playing it in, like, either a combo deck or a control deck where I'm looking at certain things. And, like, you're just trying to shape your hand a little bit better. And people always went, oh, I forgot you can do that when you learn, you know? So the, the card's incredibly versatile. Um, I'm a little bit lower on it than I was. There, there's a guy online who was like, I've uh, 5 owed four leagues in a row with different Divide by Zero decks. The card's strong. I think I like it as, like, a two of. You know, and, and it does go get you, again, a very strong card, Mass Hot Exhibition, which kind of makes you an army. So, like, when you've got nothing better to do, as frequently, like, these red-blue decks do, right? Like, the games tend to go long. You tend to play a lot of red removal spells. You tend to draw a lot of cards. You do a lot of digging. And the Dell spells legal mean you've got a lot of game. So, like, you do a lot of digging. You get to draw a lot of your relevant spells. And frequently, I've seen Phoenix games go, you know, 10, 12-plus turns and a lot of times you get enough mana to cast your mascot commission. So um, this deck here, uh, going over it real quick, is some Ledger Shredders, Young Pyromancer, one Brazen Borrower, because a lot of us isn't players can't exist without playing one Brazen Borrower, um, and three Crackling Drake. So we're not even a Phoenix deck, right? We're just doing um, more like a mid-range kind of nonsense, I think, here. We've got Consider, Fiery Impulse, four Ops, some Spell Pierces, just to chew of. A Spike Field Hazard, because you can also play that as a land, of course. A Singleton Strangle, because Strangle plays really well with uh, Ledger Shredder, obviously. Uh, one Abraid, just because you do you do sometimes see the Hearse main deck or um, against Mono Green, if they've got like the Chain Veil, it kills the Chain Veil. And three damage to a creature is just totally fine. Two Fires of Victory. I think people are testing this card. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but it is fine. Um, Fires of Victory is the uh, colorless in red. If it was kicked, you draw a card. Um, otherwise, you deal damage to target creature or planeswalker equals the number of cards in your hand, and it kicks for two and a blue. So for five mana, you can draw a card and, and usually kill a creature. A Lava Coil, four divide by zero, and then Treasure Crew. So yeah, I, I do like divide by zero a lot. Again, it, it, it answers pretty much anything, at least for a turn. Um, and lets you kind of do your thing, but then also either helps you rummage or fetches your mascot exhibition or the other one. Most people play it in environmental sciences, which obviously helps against some of the aggro decks. It can help smooth out some of your um, lands, whatever you might need. So uh, a, a solid fan, definitely like Divide by Zero. More people should be playing it, but it's not as hot as I kind of thought it was. But I thought it was real good. So there you go. I actually really like Divide by Zero in this format, specifically against Liana. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, you can put the Liliana ability to discard cards on the stack and then bounce the Liliana. And if your opponent has no cards in hand, because of course they tried to play all their cards out so they won't lose cards to the Liliana plus, uh, she will bounce to the hand and then the discard will resolve and she'll have to discard herself. Don't forget that. Like, I think that makes bounce spells like way stronger right now. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. what. So, yeah. I, I this top eight feels definitely kind of like uh, hold on one sec. This top eight definitely feels a lot like what I expected. Um, I definitely, especially when we start 
scrolling through the rest of the field and looking at all the Lilianas that got played. Um, But I I feel like looking at this top eight, I don't hate it. I'm not like, I don't know. What What do you guys overall think about this top eight? I think it looks like a sweet top eight. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot of different kinds of decks, two different styles of, uh, of is it um, you have a real Bant deck and then a mono green that they want to call Bant ramp just because Bant ramp is really fun to say. Uh, otherwise it's not really Bant ramp. It's mono green and you just get to, you know, cast your planeswalkers using green mana. So it's whatever. Yeah. And then you've got some aggro decks. Remember, hey, remember a couple hey, months ago hey, when we, we were like, make blue, we can make blue what? devotion off Kiora. Yes, right. you make blue well, motion off Kiora, but you don't get to untap a third thing. As I was saying, you guys, you guys remember, like, even a couple months ago when we were like, oh, aggro's dead. I don't believe I ever no said more aggro is dead. A lot of people did. A lot of people were like, oh, no more Luris. You're not going to, you know, aggro's not going to be good enough, yada, yada, yada. And yet, you know, we've got two aggro decks here, right? A Bant Spiris and a, and a Mono White Humans. It took us a while to realize that, you know, Collective Company was still really good. And um, that's our that's our way to cast three drops in in under. So, um, yeah. And then like Mono White Student Relax, Extraction Specialist is such a good card. So we've got a good little balance of aggro decks, one control deck, and then a bunch of kind of mid range stuff. So, yeah. Did you see this? Uh, are we ready to talk about non top eight decks? Yeah, I'm ready to talk about non top eight decks. Did you see this twelfth place deck by B Real Two? Uh, I do. I also like the eleventh place list by. Elbegeist. Elbegast. Eh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Eh? Uh, you know, sun goes up, sun goes down. Somebody will play Grixis stuff. Okay, alright. Tide, okay. tide goes out, you can't you know, explain it. It's a, sweet, it's a sweet deck. I don't think it's a bad deck, right? Uh, but it's yeah. just like, it's one of, you know, that's like, not to say that the deck I've I've pointed out is, uh, is exactly like the pinnacle of decks either, but like, you know, it's been a while, right? Been a while. Since I've seen a mono black aggro deck, right? And this no, has no a, on that? a lot of Dominaria cards in it. We're all with you. We're all with you on that. Everybody Thank knows Stain. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, so 12th place, Ricky. Break it down for us. What is this deck list? Alright, we got four Bloodsoak Champion. Classic two Shield Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Four Evolved Sleeper, a.k.a black figure right yeah four knight of the ebon legion four tenacious underdog that's a sweet pickup for aggro decks two graveyard trespasser because they are expensive on mtgo yeah um three shieldred the apocalypse and let me tell you this card is the apocalypse like this card is so hard to out shieldred Uh, is action to rhinos jackson you know right exactly Liliana of the Veil. So, like, if your opponent... So, I'm just saying, if you're on the play in the, like, Mirror of Rakdos, real quick aside, and your opponent plays Fable of the Mirror Breaker on their turn three, you get to untap and play Shieldred, and now if they would like to, they can lose <laughs> six life on their turn uh, to go ahead and discard cards and draw cards with their step two of Fable. With the Rakdos decks playing Shieldred in their sights, I definitely think they should. I do. Like I think Shieldred needs to be like literally one Cletus, one Shieldred, and another Shieldred in the side for Rakdos for the mirror because I think it beats the mirror wide open. It doesn't die to cut. It, it doesn't die to stomp. It beats Trespasser on both sides. It beats uh, Bone Crusher Giant. Anyways, uh, then we're playing four Liliana of the Veil, two Cut Down, four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize. One Baleful Mastery, 
24 lands, including uh, three Mutavolts and four Hive of the Eye Tyrant, two Castle Lockthwain, Takanuma, Urborg, 13 Swamp. We got Invoke Despair and Meat Hook Massacre in the sideboard, as well as four Go Blank. I mean, look at this. I mean, this is the most expensive mono-colored aggro deck I've ever seen, um, but it is sweet. Nice. It did have the same record as 8th place here. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, sometimes uh, it gets down to maths. I think that, you know, I think Evolve Sleeper is probably, like, an amazing, amazing one drop. Like, this card just sort of, like, I mean, it draws cards. That's I mean, let's be honest. Thing. Like, you can activate the third ability as many times as you want, right? And, yeah. and that's the cool thing about it. Like, we pay three mana, we make our guy bigger, and we draw cards as many times as we want. And, like, a lot of our cards are so cheap that, you know, we're going to have that mana later on. Like, right. the thing is, like, getting to the last step of Ascendant Spirit costs you, what, five? Or four? Like, so uh, I know, I mean, I think it's, like... Because, like, step one on Ascendant Spirit is one, and then it's three, right? To oh, become the four, four. One, What's three, the last step? Four? Well, I'm gonna pull it up. I'll look it up real quick. Ascendant Spirit is four to become the big one at the end, right? Yeah, you're right. You go, uh, so it's actually two. So it's two, three, and four. Yeah. Yep. So this one's one, two, and three. And then, like, you can keep activating that third ability. I mean, you keep activating the, the ability on Ascended Spirit, too. But, like, you're drawing a card every time you activate, which is nice. Like, uh, I mean, it gets Death Touch on the second activation, too, which is nice. I just think it's a, I think it's a sweet card. Uh... Tenacious Underdog, still sweet. Shield Rid, insane, insane magic card. I'm not sure about the cut down, but like, I guess if you wanted to play as as many one mana, like good black spells as possible, cut down could work. But I'm not sold on it. Uh, but I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the hustle. I honestly just want to cut this Baleful Mastery and the two cut downs and just like main deck these two Invoke Despairs. And play a third graveyard trespasser, and I think this deck is like super. Invoke despair feels like a lot of mana, though. It's five. five. It's not that much. We're playing twenty-four land. Yeah. Okay. But like, yeah, also, I just, I just, I'm just not a fan of cut down right now. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like, cut down. I appreciate the tribe. But I don't think it's it. Yeah, I agree. Still sweet. And you, you even got like Rakdos list playing like eliminate now, and that's probably just better. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's see here. What else, what else we got? New stuff. Uh, is it deck playing Fires again? Um, why did I highlight this deck? I don't know. Uh, we have another mono black aggro deck in 19th place uh, by L1X0. Two Bloodstone Champion, two Dread Wanderer, three Evolved Sleeper, four Knight of the Evan Legion, four Scribe Heap Scrounger, four Graveyard Trespasser, three Murderous Rider. Four Rankle Master of Pranks. Uh, so we're just not Evolved Sleeper here. No Liliana. Um, what do you like? Liliana versus Rankle well, here. We got Liliana also. in the sideboard. Four of. Oh, Lily's in the side. Okay. Yeah, I missed that. Uh, then we also have Scrap Heap over Trespass, over Underdog, sorry. Um, and we have a 2-2 split on Champion Dreadwander. Man, you know, with Lily, I almost want another one drop that just we just get to buy back. Right. Uh, just we're getting like maximum value off of it, uh, off the plus. 
Uh, what we have now, though, I think is is going to be fine. Generally, um, I also think. Hmm, how do you feel about Scrap Heap versus Underdog? Scrap Heap's obviously cheaper to come back, but it needs fuel every time. Well, uh, the thing with uh, Scrap Heap is when it comes back, it sticks around. Yeah, Underdog's going to die and draw you a card. I think which isn't nothing, right? I like Scrap Heap because it's a non-black card, also. Okay, which can matter. Sure. Uh, then Rankle, uh, obviously, like I said, Lily's in the side here, but Rankle over Lily in the main. What do you think? I like Rankle. I don't think that's a bad card at all. I like Shieldred too. I think they kind of do different things exactly. Uh, like Shieldred is like got a lot of inevitability. Shieldred plus Rankle is funny. Shieldred plus Rankle is hilarious. Make your opponent draw cards. Yeah. Dope. Um, but uh, I I think Shieldred is kind of like crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Like I mean, I it it dies to lava axe. Thank God, because like you play that, like you drop Shieldred against Phoenix, and like what happens? Like they have to kill it now. Like it's yeah. more have to kill than Kalidus. I've seen Phoenix players go off with a Kalidus, you know. Mm-hmm. And like you just drop you drop Shieldred on them, and they're just like you know. I'm only allowed to draw X number more cards before I die, you know? Sure. So, I think it's a... I think it's sweet. I love... I just love new set release, because I always feel like we get to see Mono Black again. Uh, This time, of course, it's because, hey, it got some new tools. Usually it's just because, eh, everyone's kind of doing things, and Mono Black just gets to sneak in again. Right. Um, Speaking of doing things... Yeah, what's doing things? Uh, the 25th place deck. 25th place. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. This is a weird deck. Yes. Uh, what do we got here? Elvish Mystic, Lenore, Elves, Burnish Emissary, Bonecrusher Giant, Combat Celebrant, Reckless Storm Seeker, Defiler of Instinct. Okay. I mean, we're just reducing the cost of stuff and putting it in for free, right? Like, this is a 4 4 first striker, too. Like, and, uh, it's not a bad body. Strangle, Mismo, Chariot, Embercleave. Uh, the Embercleave is just hilarious on top of everything. It's just like, oh, you know what? Throw in two Embercleave, too. I'll pay two life for the Embercleave. Yeah, k- kitchen sink. I'll, I'll, I'll take the space, baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like, this is a this is a deck. Yeah. Three Burning Tree Emissaries. We're not committed to all four. I like this. Reckless Storm. Reckless Storm Seeker is a card that really had an impact standard really make the switch over to pioneer it's shown up it shows up when you want to cheese something yeah so i'm always down for trying to cheese stuff and this deck uh, is trying skipped... to cheese in some uh some combat celebrant nonsense yeah uh we also skipped over 24th place killa suv uh playing what i think is the deck with the biggest winner of the liliana printing in abzan greasefang you can't argue with that, you know? Abzan Fang, you knew it was going to slot right in there. Yeah, it just kind of does everything the deck wants. Yeah, right? it slices, it dices, you know? And three unlicensed hearse in their own sideboard. Uh, twenty. Well, look, if, if opponents get exile cards, I might as well do it myself, exactly. right? Uh, 27th place, though, Ivan Drago with Rakdos Sacrifice here. Playing four College Familiar, four Unlucky Witness, three Blood Tithe Harvester, two Braids Arisen Nightmare, uh, four Mayhem Devil, four Claim the Firstborn, three Fatal Push, 
two village rights for another dispute, two, four witches oven, and two copies of Weatherlight completed. Uh, we get. I I was on the fence with Weatherlight completed. Completed. You know, uh, I just keep wanting to say completed. Uh, it's a ridiculous way to spell completed. Right. Right. Uh, but hey, we have to we have to trademark it somehow. Right. I'm like I I think it's going to be good in the deck. But like every time I look at it, I'm just like, man, is seven just kind of too many creatures? Um, I don't know. I think the five five flyer and four yeah. deaths is pretty reasonable, you know? Yeah, that's what like, I'm and that's that's where you're trying to do it. I think the seven yeah. for sure, like, hey, I, you know, I've looped this cat enough times, it's not gonna kill you fast enough, I get to draw some cards. But like I kinda said when we look at this card, it's like if this card has lived until you've sacked yeah. seven things and you weren't kind of like all some kind of like cute um yeah like seance style rally the ancestors deck then you know you probably killed them with the five five flyer by that point so well even then i do think just the scry effect of it is going to be insane like there are so many times where you just like all right i've got three lands i don't need any more i'm just gonna tell you though big true i don't believe in braids i also don't believe in braids <laughs> i'm not super on braids here i mean like we can it's go back to they tried it you know you go back to four Harvester, play a one of Obnixilis, and we get to continue playing Gigantha. Get Karizev's expertise out of here. Go home, Karizev. You're drunk. Leave the monkey, though. Yeah, leave the monkey. He's cool. Uh, I think that, like, other than that, though, I like Weatherlight Completed in this deck. I like that a lot. Yeah. I need um, to pick up my copies. Yeah. So, I, I think that, overall, I think we've done a lot for the deck in this build. I don't think braids is one of the things that we did for this deck, but you tried. I, I don't. I'm never yeah. gonna. Never gonna. Your name is amazing too. So like you know. Yeah. Uh, then we got another Abzan Grease Fang deck in 31st place on Liana. Are we ready to move on to Sunday? Um, Let's rock through yes. it. Because if we get through Sunday, then we got some sick league deck lists to talk about. Uh, all right. On Sunday in eighth place, we have Comatman. Man on Rakdos Midrange. Seventh place, Sand Pop on Jund Sacrifice. Sixth place, we have Moss Kami on a little bit of uh, Turbo Titan. We haven't seen that decklist in a while. In fifth place, we have Hamuda on What Is This? Is it Hammer Time and Pioneer? No, it's just Artifacts. No, it's not. Oh, sorry, it's just Artifacts, but we're playing Red. Okay. I thought this was something else. I thought it was Hammer Time. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, well, rewind my excitement. Still excited. It's still kind of cool. It's still fun. But it's not hammer time fun. Uh, fourth place, Remph on Bant Spirits. Third place, uh, Ghoul to Cat on Is It Phoenix. Second place, Diatomic on just actual factual mono green devotion. Haven't seen that list in a while. And first place, Oscar Franco on his Royce Control. Just playing a nice and fair 75 version of, of Azorius Control. Yeah. They saw it coming. They had a detention sphere for it. We got Starheim Elysian. Yeah, this deck's hot. This deck is sweet. We got some cool stuff going on here. So shouts for just playing the nice, fair 75 here. Uh, I want to talk about this artifact aggro deck list, though, by Hamuda. We've got Giganthon Companion, Ornithopter, Stonequill, Seraphim, Bomac Courier, Ginger Brute, Igneous, Ingenious Smith, uh, four Patrick Automaton, two Ghost Fireblade, four Portable Hole, one Shadow Spear, four Springleaf Drum, two All That Glitters, for Michiko's Reign of Truth. Man, when they printed Michiko's Reign of Truth and Patrick Automaton, I was definitely really sad to see this deck kind of fade away into obscurity. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We got that. Uh, there's too much other good side reliquary. Yeah, isn't that wild? 
Uh, I think that card's insane for this deck. Control an artifact, draw a card. Okay, that's And then cool. if you control an enchantment, also draw a card. Oh, neat. So you can draw two out of it. Like, it's pretty nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, like, the red here is, like, really nothing. It's just four Gigantha and Shona the Skulls out of the side. Could we shove, like, the Hearst main board? I just was thinking that. I was really just like, why... We, we get, there's a one of hers in the side. Let's throw the one of hers in the main. Like, why not? Like, everybody's throwing cards in their graveyard. Like, even just incidentally, like, that card's huge, you know? Mm-hmm. What, are we cut, what are we cutting for hers? One automata, automaton, probably. Automaton's kind of no. slow. Like, Dude, oh, I'm sorry, guys. There's no courier. way. I don't know, man. Automaton is slow. It, it, it Automaton's is, like, like the best card we have. It is not the best card we have. It's not close to the best card we have, and it's slow. <laughs> Whenever you cast an artifact spell, you put a plus one, plus one card on it. We've got Michiko's Reign of Truth, which is XX for artifacts and enchantments we control when it flips and gives us things. All the critters, which pumps up our random guys, like Automaton is fine. It is not our best card. Like It is good because it has Ward 2 and it has an artifact. It is an artifact, sorry. You're an artifact. True. I'm a towel. Um, then we have Turbo Titan. Yeah, Turbo Titan. Is there anything new in Turbo Titan? I don't think so. Uh, Just today's no. the day, right? <laughs> we found our way in. Oh, there's the Void Winner you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's gross. Oh, no. Is this just like Squidbillies? Yeah, I don't know. And we have We're in awe over this new Void Winner This is wild. Jun Sack is just Sack with Corvold. But they're playing yeah. like three Cauldron Familiar. I'm a little surprised to see the traditional Jun Sack not, not back, but. Do you um, see the main decking to Kari Zev's expertise? Yeah. Look, we gotta, we gotta get all the big stuff now. Right. I just like. It seems interesting. It seems interesting, that's for sure. I think this deck is very good into a Liliana. I yeah. think all the sack decks are very good into Liliana. Big true. Big if true. I want to be sacking um, my stuff anyway. Eighth place here. Oh, look, we got two Lily in the main, one on the side. That's the split I agree with, I think, right now. Uh, main board of Braid, I am also here for. Right. Mm-hmm. Main board we're gonna first. Blow, we're going to blow up that chain veil. And the Parhelians. Uh, and the Parhelians. Those two. Those two. Uh, let's see here. Ninth place, we got some lilies. Tenth place. Uh, tenth ninth place, place ain't uh, Shredder sounds around, you know? Yeah. They are done. They're, they're through asking, right? They're playing three Leyline of the Void. Yeah. Quit. Just stop. Get some help. Please get some help. Um, I don't think Phoenix can answer Leyline of the Void, right? They have a braid. Divide uh, by zero. You can divide by zero. But the Phoenix version's not playing that. True. Yeah. It could be. You right. could be. That's up to you, you know? That's a decision you have to have with your god. You right, know? exactly. And, I guess, and like, decide you could, uh... if on your walk with Jesus, that's what you want to be doing. Yeah, you guys got a minute talking about my walk with... The, with Gix. <laughs> my walk with Gix. Uh, hey, this next, deck, this next deck is walking with Urtai. Yeah. Uh, the resurrected version. Just the one of Urtai is our only new card, I think. Just, but hey, still good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's still exciting. I think we definitely were like, man, this card, this card again, you know, not to overuse it, but it slices, it dices, it went to prison for crimes uh, that you can Google on your own, you know, uh, in reference like to Slap this. Chop Guys. So, 
Uh, Urtai, you know, he's resurrected now. He's back, you know, back with a vengeance. Uh, is countering things, destroying things, and you get a card for your troubles. So Have again, it's just... it's an answer all in blue black. And uh, yeah, I, I think this deck's pretty good. If you're just not known what you wanted to actually play for your event, so you just played twenty million one ofs in a blue black control shell. No, no, these these are all calculated. This is yeah, this is calculated. Don't you dare. Okay. Look at like look at all these one ofs. It's calculated. Cal- all right. Yeah. One of Thoughtseize in the sideboard. In the sideboard. We got we got one of Go Blank in the main. Okay. Yeah. There's no Thoughtseize main. You got That's one fine. Go Blank main. Thoughtseize is, isn't great right now. I don't like Thoughtseize right now. Why aren't we just companioning Lutri? Because that's... Yeah. Because then I couldn't play my second Torrential Gearhulk, Ricky. Right, right. We could do it. I, I think not enough people are, are, are companioning Lutri, you know? Somebody uh, out there needs to be bold. So I want to look at what Claudio has cooked up mm-hmm. this time, Yeah, right? you do. Yeah, you do. What do we got now? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go... Before we go to that, I want to talk about uh, this 13th place by Funnyman31399. It's my favorite year. Uh, we have Obosh the Prey Piercer's Companion, 4 Monastery Swift Spear, 4 Phoenix Chick, 4 Soul Scar Mage, 4 Bone Crusher Giant, 4 Chandra Dress to Kill, 4 Play with Fire, 2 Spectral Hazard, 2 Wild Slash, 4 Light at the Stage, 4 Secure the Critics, 4 Kumano Faces Kakazan. Uh, we're here to play this deck. Ooh, I'm here for it. Phoenix Chick, where have you been all my life? Is Dress to Kill the right Chandra for this deck? You can't play a four. Well, wait, the the other three mana one makes you Tokis, right? Um, There's a three mana man that, like, I think it's a zero ability makes two one one Tokis so we can attack and, and get our Phoenix Chick back better. Right. Maybe that's too cute for a card that's probably not that relevant for the deck, to be honest with yeah. you. It's probably just like, hey, what cards are around me right now, you know? I mean, Chandra Dress to Kill just, like, gives us a mana to keep going, deals damage, uh, and just digs deeper in the library, and then, yeah. like, you know, we can just cast a bunch of bur- just shocks out of our graveyard. Sure, we can. I like it. I like this list. Yeah. list. Uh, also, right. uh, let's see, I just want to see, Misplaced Ginger is, like, the guy who's always messing with uh, Rakdos on stream, so I just want to see their list here. Oh, yeah, yeah. One got, Strangle, oh, got, one Abrade main deck. One Shatter Skull, two yeah. Two Hearse main deck. Looks like uh, they've also uh, stopped asking. Down to three yes. on the Bone Crusher Giant, right? Yeah. Um, they're on Soren in their board. Interesting. Two Reckoner Bank Buster in the board. I knew I came to the right place. Yeah, did you, did you, how are your stocks looking now? I've got 20 of these, so like, you know, what are they at now, right? They're at a dollar yeah, each bye. still. All right, that's fine. <laughs> we aren't losing um, money yet. Uh, let's see here. Ricky, answer question. Claudio brought two copies of Leyline Binding uh, that's hot. To, to show and tell today. Yeah, that card's that's pretty, hot. Uh, pretty good. Two more in the um, board. Two more on the board. Uh, you know, outside three, of those, I mean, we just... Three locks and Smiter in the board. Yeah, we're going to beat those Liliana decks. Woo! We came to play. Get out my way. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, just a bunch of just kind of the decks we already talked about. Uh, of course, as always, links below if you want to go look at these events yourself. We're kind of going too fast through these. Uh, all right, now, 
It's time for the main course. Uh, let's talk about some league deck lists real quick. Uh, I got Alfred Games on Mardu Grease Fang. Uh, we got Season Hollow Blade, Hazard the Fervent, Two Liliana the Veil, Cathartic Pyre. We got our Fable of the Mirror Breakers. You know, I respect Abzan with the turbo build, right? But if I'm going to play Grease Fang, I think this is my build. Jeez, I don't know about this. This is a little all in. Also, isn't the new two drop better than Season Hollow Blade? It probably is, yeah. Because it like, lets you scry two and it has like enlist and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the real Claudio Spice stuff, we come uh-huh. down just a little bit. Is uh, we got some teamer here. We got four Kin and Bonded Prodigy. First of all, sorry. Do we have Gigantha Companion? Four Kin and Bonded Prodigy. Four Emery Lurker of the Lock. Four Mirius Scholar of Antiquity. We have four Karn the Great Creator. Four Ventures Impulse. Four Mox Amber. One implement of combustion, one implement of ferocity, four moonsnare prototype, four spring leaf drum, four courier's briefcase, three paradox engine, and uh, our big two targets out of the board. We got uh, God Pharaoh's gift of the paradox engine, a seeker's chariot, eighth flux reservoir, portal portal of sanctuary, pestilent cauldron, reality ship, pithy needle. So uh, yeah, we're just gonna make some big big mana with uh, with Kitten and Miria, and we're just gonna do big dumb things by looping Mox Ambers. I, I want this deck to be good, but I, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's an it's artifact not, deck, right? Because unfortunately, Karn's uh one of the sets Karn from the set that was a giant gigantic mistake, right? Yeah, um, no, 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 but but Karn's good here though. Oh yeah, is Karn good in this deck? Wow, that means Karn's good against the deck. Right, right. Design in War of the Spark is miserable. That is the philosophy of Karn, right? Karn is the is the uh you know, Karn's Razor, as it were, you know? It's the uh, best card so, for artifacts and the worst card for artifacts. Right, right. I, I mean, this is one of the coolest FNM decks I've ever seen, to be honest with you. Like, I'm doing teamer, artifacty, rampy stuff, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you're playing with this, this seems like the deck, hey, you want to drop uh, a decent chuck of change on a Pioneer deck because you're a baller and you want to go buy Karn's and Mox Amber's then I think this is the deck for you. Like, this deck seems like so much fun. I think for a lot cheaper, you could build Bard class. But still, you know, I think you still need your Mox Ambers in that deck anyway, right? In Bard class? Yes. Um, yeah, that was, that was a Ruckman question. I wouldn't get anything back there. So I think this is one of my favorite uh, FNM decks. I hope a lot of people build this and play it because it looks super, super cool. But I think the, you know, the Karn thing means that this is this is a tough one to take to your to your RCQ, unfortunately, you know? And it doesn't yeah, look like definitely. we have a lot of answers for Karn ourselves. You know, that's that's another part of it. So No, I'll tell you what, though. Speaking of Bard class, that is a deck I'm excited for RCQ season. I'm just like, I've really enjoyed RCQ season, but I'm also ready for it to be over, so I just play dumb decks that I've wanted to play at, like, an FNM level again. Heck yeah. Right. yeah trust me. Like I'm, Bard class. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at some Coco counters, you know, real, real good. So Who else we got uh, in this league here? Just underneath this Claudio pile, we have Coleman P. Uh, Coleman P., on uh, four color sentence featuring Lanoir Loam Speaker, also featuring three copies of Impulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a deck that doesn't particularly care about cards going to the yard, and again, unfortunately, you get you get kind of blown out by a lot of the white removal spells right now um, that can deal with enchantments. But uh, and of course, Besaju. Besaju is another one that deals with it pretty darn yeah. well. But this is a fun deck. This is another really good FNM deck. I feel like. And a tough one to bring to your RCQ, but 
uh, a heckin' fun one, and Loam Speaker seems like it fits right in, right? Like, this is in with the plan, right? We want to animate our lands so that they untap when we cast spells and get really big. So, it uh, makes sense to me. It adds up. We we also have what is disgustingly probably the most expensive decks you can play in Pioneer right now. And I hate this because, like, this deck looks like a pile, but it turns out it's a pile of money with uh, FA, with F Advisor 82's Mono Black Devotion deck list. 82, what we've got four, is a pile of money. Four Evolved Sleeper, four Gifted Aid to Board, one Tamarit Chosen from Death, two Murderous Rider, two Shields of the Apocalypse. Whoa. Uh, Two Grey Merchant of Asphodel, two Liliana of the Veil, four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, two Invoke Despair, uh, two war- four of the Warlock class, two of the Meat Hook Massacre, three Leyline of the Void, four Castle Lockling, one Hive of the Eye Tyrant, uh, one Eve of Your Deadlands, four Nykthos Shrine of Nyx, twelve Swamp, one Takanuma, and one Urborg, Tomb of Yogmoth, with uh, another Meat Hook Massacre to the Lily, and to Leyline of the Last Hope in the sideboard to just keep throwing onto the money pile. I didn't realize Shieldred was like 30-something dollars. Yeah. That is why. Because, number one, she's just good and constructed, but also, she's really good in Commander, if you didn't know that. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, that that makes sense, right? Like, um, wow. Yeah, wow. But it is definitely a a, a sick Commander card. And then, of course, Meat Hook Massacre, been $50 for a long time, unfortunately. And Liliana, you know, still still working her way down from uh, from that price point. So, But it makes sense, right? Like, if you open one, you want it to be worth something. It is one of the premier mythics of the set. So I think that's I think that being 30 or 40 bucks is is perfectly reasonable, right? Yeah. So I can see it. I got a list for uh, you. Yeah, what you got? I got, it's far down at the bottom. Okay. Uh, we got uh, a Orzhov deck by Watsi uh, Michelle M.A. That could be Michael, but yeah. Could be. I don't know how to pronounce words. Uh, but we have uh, like what looks like a normal humans deck, right? Two Thraven Inspector, four Luminarch, four Phyrexian Missionary. Very good card that I've played a lot in Limited. Uh-huh. Uh, two Tenacious Underdog, two Archon of Amiria, two Skyclave Apparition, oh, two Sarah Paragon. Oh, for Liliana okay. of the Veil, two Wandering Emperor, four Push, four Thoughtseize, two Dire Tactics, two Wedding Announcement, 24 Lands. Okay, yeah, you sold this me on this. like the sick little, like, what if instead of being the most aggro deck in the world, we just, like, played this value game? Sure. Where, like, all of our creatures are just, like, threats or get us value in some way, and, like, we have the best Planeswalkers with the Wandering Emperor and Liliana... And Fatal Push Thoughts sees Dire Tactics. Wedding Announcement is like a really good mid-range card. I think you know it's, it's a permanent that costs three or less. Wedding Announcement. Liliana of the Veil, but yeah, oh, Wedding yes. Announcement too. <laughs> you can recast your Liliana of the Veil. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think this deck is hot. This deck is pretty spicy. Um, I don't know. I, I think this deck, you know, I don't see any obvious glaring things where I'm like, oh, no, not this one. Um, right. You know? So the missionary may be a little bit cute, but again, when it, the thing about this, I realize it's just, it's a two mana, two, three lifelinker, right? Like right. you pay double black for a two, three, like death touch lifelink or something like that. Right. Right. What's the vampire? Yeah. He's a death touch lifelinker. So but like, there you this go. Can this also one, kick. This one also kicks to make itself a grave digger. Um, right. I mean, yeah, I, I could see it. I really do. I'm seeing the vision. We're not lost in the sauce. This is the perfect amount of sauce for me. You know, right. a standard amount of sauce, a standard amount of sauce. Uh, 
you know, as as uh, as, as uh, God intended, right? There yeah, there's just there's just look. We're gonna you have to check this deck dump out. There's a sweet Gugari mid range deck list. We got some more just like you got some creativity ju- oh, this, going this for Xenagos ju- and World Spine Worm. There's Jun creativity. There's Teamer creativity. There's more just Orzod mid range kind of deck list. We've just got good old fashioned Eldrazi. Just go, just Gruel Eldrazi as we're playing Thought Nazi and Reality Smasher with our Carplusion Forests. Uh, there's the Bug uh, Worst Fears deck. Yeah, there is so much. You should all go check out the link in the podcast description. How did, put it every hold on? Week. How did Chris not look at this deck? I guess we gotta bring this up. Yeah. I saw it. It's really it plays, just it's really just uh blue it's also black playing titan's, titan's nest. nest. It's just blue black titan's nest, yeah. Yeah. It plays divide by zero. Like you should automatically be like already building this. I uh I'm placing another pre order right now. Uh I do the like the problem this is that not Lockmere have... Servant Lockmere Servant is no hullbreaker horror. So, you know. For those right. reasons, I'm out. I'm out. Okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but Holebreaker Horror doesn't let us play Gigantha. So Big true. I am out on Gigantha also. Which is Whoa. kind of weird. Discovery Dispersal does it doesn't break Gigantha? Um no. Mana symbol. That's a different mana symbol. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The more you Wild. Know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is, in fact, a different mana symbol. All right, well, all in all, what do you think? Solid first week of Dominar United? I mean, it's a lot of Liliana, but I also expected a lot of Liliana. Right. I think uh, I think this set is just starting to show impact on Pioneer. Once again, like, these events happened, like, literally within 24 and 48 hours of the set being live on, our, on MTGO. Yeah. And like nobody wants to pay fu- like mythic prices on uh, on cards on MTGO on set release day, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, most people don't want to pay prices of graveyard trespassers right now, but you know, yeah. Uh, all right, are we ready to end things off with the Patreon mailbag? Let's end it off with the mailbag. All right. As always, I want to say thank you to everyone who's Patreon, patreon.com slash crew3mtg to help us keep the lights on and keep things rolling. We got plenty of, we got a couple tiers available for different levels of support, uh, including our monthly swag bag mailings, uh, which make sure you check your mailbox this, this, uh, this weekend swag bag mailers. Sorry for the delay, uh, but the combo July, August should be out in your mailbox. Uh, hopefully the end of this week after the, the holiday weekend there, uh, and of course, to any patron here, you can ask a mailbag question that could sound something like this. Uh, this question comes in from Minjisku. Uh, how much content needs to come out before incredibly entrenched players like us start losing track of universes beyond horizon sets, master sets, secret layers, remastered sets, alchemy sets, and commander legend sets? How am I supposed to remember the order all these sets come out in? Uh, <laughs> Five Honestly, five years ago is the answer. Yeah, it, it really feels like you um, kind of have to decide what, like, are you going to be an arena player? What level of arena player are you going to be? Do you care about alchemy? Do you not care about alchemy? Really, I feel like it. it's not about being an entrenched player. It's just kind of deciding what you do and do not care about and cutting out the rest. In my opinion, I think, like, 
the entrenched players are going to complain as much as uh, anything, right? But they're still going to, you know, they're going to learn what sets are going to be important for the formats that Wizards decides to push as important. Um, as, like, weird as that sounds, a.k.a., like, uh, I'm going to try to go to Pioneer Qualifiers for the next Pro Tour, for sure, or for the next uh, Regional Championship, for sure. Uh-huh. But, like, if I make it, it is standard, and because they're making the Pro Tour standard or the qualifier for the Pro Tour standard, whatever it is, uh, like, it will be, like, people will follow, people will care about it, and people will, you know, remember what is going on. I don't think that, as much as it's fun to joke about, I don't think it's ever going to actually get to the point where it's impossible to know what's actually in standard. What's in alchemy, I can't tell you. What's in historic, that, I can't that, tell you. Yeah, we'll, but those aren't we'll real formats. We'll never know the, the alchemy sets, the, thing the anthologies. Is, those aren't real formats um, because there can't be a paper event for them, right? So as long as there is a paper circuit of magic, um, you don't have to follow them at all. Like At, at no point are you going to be asked, like, the only way for you to qualify for the paper circuit is to play this completely unpaperable format, right? So I, I don't think you need to worry about things like that, like alchemy, all that garbage. Nobody nobody cares. Nobody needs to know. But, like, I think even with all the weird secret layers, with the weird side sets and stuff, they've been pretty honest and pretty good at communicating what is and isn't actually a magic card that you need to be aware of. Sure. However... Stop putting the commander tokens in the booster packs for standard. Do you know how long it took me to realize that I couldn't make a zombie? Like, no card made a zombie. Why is the zombie token from the commander set there? But how else? Why is there a Stang Twin token in my pack? I can't make a Stang Twin token in limited or in standard. But how else am I going to get my little B-boy? I know. I don't know. Set boosters. Uh, give them out at your local Zellers, you know? Local Zellers? Your Tom Thumb. Are, Ze- are you Zellers know, still open? Your uh, LeVar Burton's House of Fixins, you know? Oh. <laughs> David Bowie's Mind. David Bowie's Mind. <laughs> uh, also, did anybody get the promotional cards? Like, the anniversary promotional cards? I did. I picked You got so one? I, I didn't get any. I went to two events and I they got, didn't give out any I got of them. two. Uh, I got two. So I got one for buying a little bit of product, and I got another for signing for pre-release. So I got a Finhorn. So the first stop I got, I got the Finhorn Elves. Um, and I had thought about getting out of the Finhorn Elves, but I decided to get Sarah Angel. So I'm just missing Ball Lightning. But I had the Sarah Angel, and I had the Finhorn Elves. So damn, I kind of wanted We're to get those, there. and I didn't see any. Yeah, maybe we'll get some next weekend. Right? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? All right, gentlemen. Well, that will do it for this week, and I want to thank once again. All the listeners at home now for tuning in week in, week out, keeping this show going. We're having a lot of fun here. It's a new time in Pioneer. It's a new season. Maybe Karn's going to get banned. It did win this week, but Karn should still be banned because I'm tired of seeing it. Same. Even though I'm playing it. Right. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 oh, where can they find you on socials, though? Hey, if you want to find me, you can find me on the tweeters at it's underscore Christmas. Christmas has no teeth. You can find me on Twitter at also Steve. Uh, yeah. I've, yeah, I've got okay. pre-release pictures to post. Heck yeah! And of course, uh, after this weekend, RCQ season, the last ride is going to be over for this time being, which means 
more video content from us once again. So start looking out for that progression series coming up. Uh, Ricky, we probably should record the next progression series before we post the one we already have canned because like, I just kind of want to forget that episode happened or just cut it as like a five minute super cut of you dunking me into the earth. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, uh, because uh, are you free that, Thursday? That last, that, um, I could probably, well, no, cause I need to the pot. We'll see. Well, I, I might be able to figure record we'll Thursday figure night. Figure it out. Uh, Wednesday. But yeah, for the, yeah. Since it's been so long, uh, reminder, the last one was filmed and recorded bef- like 48 hours before my wedding. Um, and I was just like, oh my should God. not have been trying to. I had a car back then. You had a car back then. You have a car now, though. I know, but I had the I had my car back then. <laughs> you still had your car then. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, I should not have been trying to play magic. Uh, I was really stressed out and going, uh, and I made probably the worst deck we've seen in progression series. But uh, I hope the progression will start back up here next week or so. If Ricky and I nail down the recording time to get going, we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.